and everyone in between. Hi, how's it going? It feels so good. We are in March. I feel like I'm finally getting the hang of this new year. Rita, how about you? Uh, same. I feel like I'm just getting into that mood of getting shit done and taking names and kicking butts. Oh, I love that. <laughs> taking names. Whose names are you taking? All I wouldn't want to get on. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing how's uh, your mental health doing these days you know I am doing really good I'm in a space where I had to take some time off and just really reevaluate the projects that I have and be intentional of what I'm doing and and making sure that I take steps back to really comprehend uh, myself because social justice can be tough Yeah. And it's paid off. We're now in March. And so basically January, February, I basically just had a slow start, kind of took a pause, took a break. And I feel like it's paid off. I'm feeling very confident, very happy. I'm feeling a lot better in my own skin. I'm shedding old skin. So I'm doing really good. How about you? ¿Cómo estás tú? Good. Um, I mean, it's been really tough to watch the news lately. We're literally walking into World War III if we're, if we're not in it already. Um, so I know probably a lot of people just like me have been trying to find hope and trying to hold on to the happy bits in our lives. Um, so I've been doing that a lot. I've been just spending time with my little one, uh, just holding him tight and enjoying uh, his changes every day. So trying to focus on those sweet things and that are happening to me right now. But I know that when you say that you're taking a break, it just means that you're doing 20 things rather than 50. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> think, I think you're doing so many things. Yeah. And I think it's, I'm, I'm learning to navigate that Rita. And I think, you know, same deal. I know that you have a million and one things on your plate too. I feel like a lot of women have a lot on their plate and it's, it's, it's a little bit concerning to me because I feel like, I don't know if as, as women, we feel a sense of responsibility that we need to take on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I know politically in our area in Slow County, we are, it almost seems like we're short staffed. <laughs> we don't have enough people, right? We don't have enough people who are willing to put themselves out there. We have, we have been hiring since, you know, 2020 people are, are shy to, they don't feel qualified, um, you know, and so It, it just feels um, I'm like there's a lot for us to do, but I think that we have to be intentional, right? And so, you know, on my my 20 list things of do, it's it's 20, 20 things that I'm fully aware that that I need to pass on the baton on, right? Mm -hmm. So knowing that I need to cultivate and find those people, that way I can eventually move on to mm -hmm. the next phase. And that feels really good, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm almost in the same spot where, you know, after having a baby, I've had to evaluate what are the things that I want to continue doing because I have less time than I used to have before. And it feels really nice that most things that I would have to give up for one reason or the other, 
there are people that are ready to take that up, take that on. And that feels really good because it means that from the moment I started doing something until the moment that I might walk away from it, um, there has been growth and that I, I, I'm, I want more of that. I want more of that feeling. So um, I wish you the same feeling. I know that you are working towards that as well. Um, so I hope that, yeah, we continue reevaluating the things that we're doing and focusing on those things that are priority and, you know, important for us, which hoping good mental health to everyone listening to us. Take some time for yourself. Um, and talking about all the things that we do, there's a term that I honestly don't know what it means. A lot of people have called me that term. I believe it's more of Central America or Mexican term. I don't know. You tell me. But the word that I'm talking about is chingona. So I'm asking Yesenia to explain to me what it means, what chingona means. Enlighten me on that. <laughs> So chingona is if someone calls you a chingona, know that it's a huge compliment. You know, it's 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 <laughs> when I think of chingona, I think of um, Michelle Obama, I think of Dolores Huerta, I think of just and mind you, a chingona can be multiple different types of people, right? It can be a chingona mother, a chingona teacher, a chingona uh, young Latina, a chingona uh, boss lady, just someone who is making, taking names, like what you said, that taking names and just not apologizing. It's someone who takes up space, someone who's getting shit done someone who is owning their craft, right? If, if she's a winemaker, shout out to Nancy from, um, who's a Latina winemaker, she's a chingona. Uh, and, it's, and it's women who are comfortable in their own skin, right? And it doesn't mean that you're 100% confident in everything that you do, but that you're owning your passion. And it's, it's a woman who can be young, older, in the middle, but it's, it's just someone who is just walking in their purpose and speaking truth to power and being a chingona, you know, I, I actually have you saved Rita on my phone as Rita la chingona. Um, and I think it's just like a term where it's also very emp empowering, like to, it's almost like that instant coffee cup in the morning to be like, I'm a chingona. Yes. Like I can handle my day. I'm going to get shit done. Um, but yeah. So what do you think? What do you think of what I just said? So that makes sense. It's a huge compliment. I, I see yeah. you as a chingona too, obviously. And um, I know you mentioned Nancy Uyoa from uh, Uyoa Sellers, which if anyone's listening and you live in Central Coast or you used to have access to any wines made by Uyoa Sellers, um, get some because she's definitely a chingona now that I know what a chingona means. But like I was saying, you're definitely a chingona to me then. Um, you are definitely taking names. You, we just celebrated you or we're going to celebrate you again hopefully uh your um uh recognition that you got as congressional woman of the year by our congressman you spoke at the women's march and got people dancing uh, and ready to take action um you're organizing every day you're you know out there helping candidates get elected um so yeah that's awesome yeah, and I definitely see you as a chingona, Rita. You have stepped up to be, and I don't, I mean, I think it's naturally just comes to like Latinas, but 
I think what's really inspiring when I see in chingonas, and I think it also captures the essence of being a chingona, is like it's very in tune with being Latina. Uh, and it's like just showing up as a Latina in, in your authentic self, in your authentic skin, and not making compromises for being that that like your heritage, right? To to take up space. And I've seen you do that to break so many walls to have representation, like literally just you walking up and saying, I'm gonna take on this committee, I'm gonna take on this project, and to have that perspective from the Latinx community represented, like that to me is a chingona. And I've seen you do that time and time again. And a lot of the times, even what we're seeing with I would say the the younger generation, even drilled or older generation which I want to see changes. A lot of the times as Latinas, we are in a space, like you can eval- you can read the room, right? In a, in, a, in a room, chances are like Lita might be like the only Latina in the room, <laughs> right? And we're hoping that uh, a lot of the work that Rita and I both do, that we're inviting other Latinas to come with us and that we are diversifying that room, not limited to just Latinas, but also Latinos, Latinx, uh, queer, BIPOC, brothers and sisters too. So it's not just limited, um, the work that we do. It's I think it's also empowering our communities and just making room for others, Rita, which I think is just, just keep in mind when someone calls you a chingona, like, yes, like sometimes I have to remind myself in the mirror, like I've got this, I can do this. I am a chingona. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely, you definitely are. And we were talking about this a little bit ago when, uh, before starting the, the the podcast, before start recording, how incredible it is to as we are promoting this podcast more and more. How incredible, incredibly exciting, and incre- incredibly sad it is that there aren't that many spaces that are designed for uh, Latinas in politics, uh, right? There aren't that many. And it, it's kind of scary to take on this project uh, with you, knowing that we're really breaking ground and we're learning a lot and there isn't that much to go off um, of saying, hey, we're Latinas and we're in politics and we're going to be talking about politics every week, you know? Right. And I just feel like it's it's really interesting to me too, Rita, because I always, I always say that our identity, just by being Latinx, we are already political, right? And mm-hmm. so we don't have a choice if we get to be in politics or not. I think the problem comes, Rita, when we're not fully recognizing how political we really are, right? The fact that our education is political, like we just saw um, in Paso Robles, whether we get to speak Spanish and have accessibility to translations, that becomes political. It shouldn't be political, but it it is political, right? Uh, The facts that Oh, we're seeing uh, the need to have more and more representation by BIPOC folks, queer folks, and boards, right, of that big nonprofit of, you know, school district, city council, all of these things where we really are lacking. And it's, and it's really interesting because I even look at um, the hashtags being used, right? We're using Chicas in politics, Latinx in politics, uh, Latinx politics. And we're not, I'm not really seeing that sense of ownership coming from our community. Mm, Yeah. And I think stuff, like you mentioned before, we have people that are, I mean, we have Latinas in our community that 
are taking on a lot because I feel like, like I think you're right. We feel often that we have to take a lot and put a lot on us. And so we end up being spread thin. And so then we don't take on things that might be more meaningful or that might have a, a bigger effect. So I don't know. I don't know what the balance is. Like, how do we identify what is the most important thing that we want to focus on? I think I'm think I'm having like an aha moment right now, literally as as we speak. Which is why I love this podcast. Let's hear it. Let's hear the aha moment. Politica partner is. I think we're like breaking ground for sure. Number one and number two is navigating these these firsthand experiences to be paid forward in a more direct way, right? Like eventually I would love to see Chicas Politicas do like a Chicas Politicas Summit, right? Where we talk about these things because um, I think what's happening between you and I, and especially in San Luis Obispo County, there is no blueprint. The things we're Mm -hmm. trying to create, we're literally doing that right now. Like we are creating the blueprint right now that we are seeing like what sticks on the wall, right? We're just throwing things. Literally. (laughs) Yes, we're literally throwing things and we are cultivating and literally starting from ground zero, right? We're seeing the slow women's march, right? That was started like recently. That's like new history, right? We're seeing House of People's Action. We're seeing Chicas Politicas is still very new. So I think there's a lot of room to grow but, and as we navigate these learning experiences, these growing pains, uh, we could probably later on present a more polished, uh, yeah. like step-by-step, step, right? The do's and don'ts, <laughs> what works, yeah. what doesn't work. Um, but yeah. I'm excited, Rita, like, because I just feel like it, we do need chingonas leading the way, right? And it, yeah. it makes me a little bit sad that even with high numbers of growth that Latinx does have in this country mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter where you are like literally Latinos are having babies by the second um and it just makes for a lot of growth and so with growth we have purchasing power with growth we should be having representation and I think that's the missing link is that right now we don't have representation but it's like someone like Jessica Cisneros, who is in Texas, who is putting herself out there, who is yeah. running for office, right? Um, and Jessica Cisneros really inspires me because I've been following her journey, and um, and I've I've been talking to different Latinos, whether they be running for uh, school board, uh, city council, or large larger elections. We don't have the established um, foundation like other people do, right? Like a lot of the times Mm -hmm. when people run for city council, chances are they had a family member or their parents be involved in the local politics, right? I know. I love it when I go make public comments and (laughs) other people are like, I'm five generations, you know, from a Tascadero. And that's just showing how much, how much privilege you have, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. And it's just, but it comes to show, right? And and Jessica Cisneros is running for Texas uh, District 28. And she and she ran, she's running past and she didn't get elected, right? I don't think she beat the 
Republic in the shoes running against no, everyone? she didn't. And she's so young. And she's like, running again, which is amazing. Right. Yeah, you should run again. That's what I'm I'm and this is this is uh this is like the point that I want to make. And and you know, I'm I'm here. I I read it through uh her post and I've heard this multiple times from other Latinos. It's like their families are voting for the first time ever. Yes. Like her sister voted for the first time ever. Like mm-hmm. that is amazing that her sister voted for her sister, right? For and we've heard time. the same from other other minorities, like Stacey Abrams also has the mm-hmm. same stories, right? A lot of the people that she knows are voting for her for the first time. But it just comes to show, Rita, that I'm sure part of it is like, these people, when they vote, they're voting for the person, right? Yeah. Like, they're, it's not, it's not like she's just running for politics. No, like they, they, they really do show up for her as a person. Yeah. And I think it just speaks volumes where for Latinos, when we don't show up to vote is chances are we've never had that type of history in our family tree in our family to mm-hmm. really show up to vote, whether it be city council, school board, you know, Congress, things like that. And I think it just speaks volumes to our generation, like Rita and my generation, um, that, you know, we're going to be changing that story for our families, right? We're going to be, we're going to make it normal that everyone in the house is voting, right? Everyone's going to show up to vote. We need to, we need to make uh, politics and voting, we need to bring it back to the dinner table. um, Because a lot of times we have been told, oh, we don't talk about politics or religion, uh, at the dinner table but that only benefits the status quo and we know that the status quo does not represent us so uh, let's get more active let's get registered to vote let's vote the these next elections on june 7th we have the primaries where we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the primaries in our next episode um but yeah i agree with you we are we are breaking ground and um we're driving change for our generation hopefully we make a, a dent and we um, increase those numbers of what a turnout that are pretty low right now. Right. And so my question to you, Rita, is how 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 does Latinx get involved? And let me just clarify. I know we talk about Latinas and, and us as women. And be, I think it's because of, you know, our podcast, you know, with me and Rita. But that's not limited to just us, right? We we, we speak yeah. from our perspective, but it really is from the perspective of Latinx, like including like queer, uh, you know, chicos también. It's not just limited to to us women. Um, so everyone is part of the conversation. And a lot of these themes are very common, right? For mm-hmm. uh, all Latinos. Uh, and these are things that normally don't get talked about, which gets me excited to have a space to talk about. And I think too, Rita, uh, I think we deal a lot with not being sure how to get involved, like how, you know, you're doing great things, uh, but how can someone who doesn't have the confidence or Mimi doesn't have the platform, doesn't, hasn't ever gotten involved, how do they get involved? Mm -hmm. I think it depends on how motivated you are, you know, I think the first step um, to get involved in politics is making sure that if you are eligible to vote, that you vote, that is like the the most important thing at the end of the day. Um, And to share that uh, knowledge of registering to vote and voting with your family and friends, that alone can make such a huge difference, knowing that some races are decided by 10 or 50 votes. So if you can drive that difference in your community, 
that is already so so much and sometimes people think that you have to do so much more than that no like just register your 10 of your friends and relatives and that will make such a big difference that is huge um if you want to get more involved uh, for example what i did is one day i was just having margaritas with my family and i was like i want to get involved like i had that moment where i was not involved at all in politics and i decided to get involved and i googled uh as i was having a margarita uh democratic clubs because i that's that's just the party that represents my beliefs the most and so i googled democratic clubs uh and i found one happening 20 minutes away from my house um it wasn't even the nearest democratic club but they were having a meeting at that moment. And I went to the meeting right there and then. I was motivated enough to not put it off, which I do a lot. I can procrastinate like a badass. <laughs> but I said, I'm going right now. And I did. And I've and since then, I haven't stopped meeting amazing people that are involved in, in working towards change. And uh, I met my tribe in some way, like part of my tribe. So, um, and I know that's probably not, a term that I should be using so apologize for that but I met people that I uh, agree with and that I share interests with so I think that um, if you are motivated enough just google the thing that you're motivated and do it in doing and and go for it right away and and sometimes that is the I think the biggest challenge right because you can have that motivation but actually putting it into action, like getting your body moving towards that action could be the most, um, the, the, the hardest step because there could be fear of, oh, I'm not going to belong or fear of, uh, I'm not going to know what to do or I don't know enough about this topic or issue. And what I found from being involved in groups that are involved in politics is that no one knows everything. No one, some people don't know anything at all. And they don't, and they know that they don't have to know it all. And they don't have to know anything really, you know. I know people that are very good at making pies, and that is their contribution to the cause, literally. And you might be thinking, a lot of people that I've said this to, they're like, who cares about pies? We we are losing our democracy. And it's like, yeah. But when we have 15 volunteers that have to go canvassing at 9 a.m. in the morning, who is bringing them food so they feel like they don't have to go, they can come and have breakfast, you know, someone that is making the pie, someone that is making the coffee, you know, you just, you don't need much to help the cause in whatever way that you can. I have people that, I know people that um, they want to help, uh, they, they, can't leave their home. Uh, they don't have either a way of transportation, or they're or, or they're old and um, they're seniors, and they they just can't go, you know, places the way that younger people would. Um, they can't stay up late in meetings or join through Zoom, but they can write postcards. They can write letters to voters, and they sign up for it. And we give them a script of the topics that we want to make sure that we are telling voters about. And they go ahead and write hundreds and hundreds of postcards. And that is just the sweetest thing. And so I just, if anyone is listening and you're not involved in politics at all, you and you want to get involved, it's just... I want you to know that you don't need to know 
anything other than what you know right now. You don't need to know how to do anything else than what you already know how to do. And that your skills, whatever those are, are very needed. And those skills are going to be appreciated by so many people that are volunteers working on the cause. And um, it's never too late and it's never too little. So get involved now. Yeah, and I think it just comes to show, Rita, too, you said about finding finding your crew, finding your, your gente to work with and, and the vibration. Don't get discouraged if you go to your first meeting and you just maybe you're not feeling it or you're feeling maybe I don't. I don't know about this, this club, there's so many different clubs, even like, for example, yeah. here in San Luis Obispo County, I didn't realize how many clubs there were for like, you know, trying to be promoting the same thing. <laughs> and it just comes, reminds me of like, um, someone gave me once this analogy about how like, there's always room for everyone, right? Like, you can never have too many like cheeseburger places. And I think here, even in Paso Robles, we have so many Mexican restaurants <laughs> that are literally selling the same thing, but they all sell, right? That's like what, what, what I enjoy may not be something that somebody else enjoys, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, me encanta donde yo voy, verdad? Así es que find where you, where you enjoy, where, where is your, your vibe, right? And, yeah. and and volunteer and um, get your feet wet. And I love what Rita said about um, the pies. You know, sometimes sometimes people just join because they know they're going to get a free slice of something, right? Whether <laughs> you shared a pie, something. Sometimes mm-hmm. people go just for the social aspect of it, right? They which want is to feel, fine. Right, which is fine. They want to feel community. They want to feel that, mm-hmm. that they're part of something bigger than themselves. And you're absolutely right, Rita. Um you know, especially with my background with organizing, everything is needed. We need someone to make the flyers. We need someone yeah. to make the Facebook posts. We need someone to be inviting people. We need to. We need someone to help set up. We need some to, someone to help uh, break down. We need help with someone just showing up, showing up in numbers, which is really, really crucial. I think in all things that we will be doing moving forward, that we do need to show up in numbers, right? Even yeah. if it is just just filling up the room. Yeah, and I always remember what you mentioned that your dad had told you that uh, whenever you go to a meeting, you check out uh, how many cabezas negras I in the meeting, <laughs> how many people with their hair color are present, and um, how many Latinos are representing in a meeting. And that that is, like you said, that's just showing up. You literally don't have to say or do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just show up, sit there, and you're already making a huge difference by doing that. And you can bring a friend even more yeah yeah so what do you think what message would you give to someone that's listening and that is a chingona and it's ready to it's a chingona inside and they know that or they want to be a chingona or they think that they can be a chingona or they're trying to explore their their chingona part (laughs) inside of them Mm -hmm. what steps should they take to get that chingona into action I think number one, get yourself a notebook and write down what are the things that you want to accomplish. Even, even if they're crazy, even if you write down one day, I'm going to be mayor of my city, write, write it down, say, I'm going to be the president of the dumb club. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I, I want to register a hundred people <laughs> to vote write those things down. I'm a true believer of writing things down holds more accountability. 
And, mm -hmm. and the reason why I suggest writing it down is that things will get tough, right? The, the, this type of work is not easy, um, but you going back and having something to reference back to say what you wanna do is important to remind you when, when, it does, when it does get tough, number one. Number two is find the people who are already doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Find people who, who are already out there, align yourself with people who can show you, who can teach you, right? And, and that's the most important part. If you don't have the skill set, then you need to find people who do have the skill set that are willing to help you. Uh, and then that way you start getting comfortable, right? Uh, start taking up spaces where you want to be. If you want to be more involved um, with city politics, start going to your city council meetings. Uh, I think right now they're still available on Zoom for, for Paso Robles, but start aligning yourself. And right now we're seeing a lot of people running, running their campaigns. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs help. We are not mm -hmm. in the business of, of turning people away. We mm -hmm. don't have the luxury. So right now, if you just want to involve yourself and maybe you, because I've also noticed sometimes people want to learn first, kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, get their toes wet first mm -hmm. and be kind of in the background. Uh, that's fine. But you also have to be intentional to recognize how long am I going to stay in the background? How long mm -hmm. do I need to learn? Because if you ask a lot of people in politics, a lot of a lot of them, you will see that at some point they took that leap of faith. They said, I'm mm -hmm. gonna run, I'm gonna be the the chair, I'm gonna be the mm -hmm. president, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, right? At some point mm -hmm. you need to graduate the just showing up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, at some point you need to start pushing yourself, especially for for Latinx we need to have representation. I literally just had this conversation this morning with someone is, what is it gonna take to have that representation? And when you boil it down, it really just is people losing the fear and just running, putting themselves out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if you lose the first time, right? Uh, we need to see people, it's like what, what referencing to what my dad said is, representation does matter, even if it's just one person. Yeah. Una cabecita con cabello negro, ¿verdad? Morenito, like just having someone there, just it, I think it is inspiring to at least break down the walls to feel mm -hmm. like we do belong here, right? We and, do. And I think it's up to us to really take those steps to to make things happen. So that was a bit like a step by step. Um, I know for me, uh, a lot of the times I wasn't invited. <laughs> I just showed up, right? I said, I'm you're here. still not invited. You're still, I'm still, you're yeah, just... I'm still not invited. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and, and that's the thing, right, is, is um, great things take time. And so don't get frustrated. I mean, you will get frustrated. I know I get frustrated a lot. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and I think it really does boil down, Rita, is what is your motivation? What is pushing you to do that? I know for me, my motivation is my family. My motivation is to break those walls for others that are like me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know for me, one of my big inspirations, that's why um, estaba llorando like a baby when I got my recognition from Congressman Salud Carvajal. Uh, for some of you that may not be familiar, Salud Carvajal is our local congressman for District 24 here in California. And he, I, hearing his story where like he came from modest means came from your traditional Mexican family 
um, you know, pick strawberries, yeah, pick strawberries, just like our, our story, right? Like, and to have someone like him be at the caliber on a federal level, to be a congressman, to be in the White House, to speak Spanish, to have these uh, relatable moments, that's really inspiring. And we need more of that. We, mm-hmm. I always say we're, we're overdue on a new Dolores Huerta and Cesar Chavez. It's like, how many times do, are we going to use those stories? Mm-hmm. Love you, Dolores, but yeah. you know, and Dolores is amazing. You know, she's pushing like in her nineties, but she's mm-hmm. not always going to be here. So we need a new Dolores Huerta. We need mm-hmm. a new Cesar Chavez. And, um, and I think this is another topic, but we need more men. We really do. I, we need more men also being in the forefront of the movements as well. Yeah, we, we're all needed. And I think we can all support one another, Rita. And it's, it's a, it's an opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity right now. I feel like the, the hot trend was diversity, inclusion, and equity, right? But what does that mean? Right? Well, what does that mm-hmm. really mean? It's, it's the hot word everyone's using, but yeah how are we, how are we actually implementing that? And a lot of the times um, we have to show up, right? That means showing up means we need to show up, especially if we want to have power as Latinx, we need to show up at the polls and vote so that we can transform our influence to say, if political, uh, political candidates want to run, they need to go check in with the Latinx community. If policy is happening, it needs to be mindful of Latinx issues, right? Uh, And we need to show up because votes really do translate into power. Yeah, and we don't have that much time. Uh, The next elections in California are on June 7th. Those are primaries. Most of us are going to be electing, uh, making a lot of uh, elect. We're deciding, we're going to be deciding who gets elected to our county offices, for example, here in Slow County. Um, it's, and it's not going to go till November, most likely. It's just going to stay in the primary. So, June 7th, really important that if you get a ballot, uh, everyone's going to get a ballot uh, delivered to their house in California. Uh, once you get that ballot, send it in as soon as possible so no one calls you because the information whether you have voted or not it's public we'll talk about it more in the next episode but we only have 84 days until june 7th and that's not even when people are going to start voting because everyone's going to get a ballot by may 8th or may 9th Um, and i think there's just 55 days till we get our ballot so Register to vote right now if you're eligible to vote. U.S. citizen, 18 years old or young or older, um, get registered. You're going to get your ballot and you're going to be able to vote. And that, like we've talked in, in so many episodes, probably every episode, is the best way for you to have political power and help Latinx get more political power. Right. And keep in mind, if you moved, if you just turned 18, if you just became a U.S. citizen, if um, you're not sure if you are a registered voter, right? Um, double check. You don't want to assume anything. The, the the last thing we want to hear is that you're not able to vote because you didn't double check to make sure that you were good to go, right? Which is what happened mm-hmm. in Texas. A lot of people got turned away because they didn't realize, right? With so many folks moving to Texas from California. And keep in mind that these are elections that matter, right? So 
you have to show up, make the time, just how you make the time for, for your haircut, to make, get your nails done, to, to go to that new restaurant. You know, uh, mm -hmm. this is this is really important. I think uh, what we hoped that you take away from Chicas Politicas is that you do feel empowered enough to show up. That's number one. And and like Lita was saying, there's multiple different ways to show up. You have to just decide what is your way of showing up? Is your way of showing up bringing the snacks? Is your way of showing up making the flyer? Is your way of showing up just, just to show up and say, I'm here. I'm mm -hmm. just here for moral support, which that's beautiful too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm here to carpool people, right? Right now with the gas, uh, with the prices of gas, we all need to be at certain places and why not carpool? And if there's room for two more, say, you know what, I'm going to extend the invite to somebody else, right? I think especially as, as Latinx, Rita, we can all admit we need to bring more people with us, which um, that's how we're going to create that collectivism of change that's going to really improve our families. It will improve our communities and, and, and thus I think restore some faith back into our democracy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to be a chingona or a chingon, um, I think that's a term, right? Chingon. I don't even uh, know if they have chingon. It has to be. Oh, I, hope I'm I not think it's more it like a, a female thing, but Hey, yeah, we need some chingones too. <laughs> Yeah. So if you want to be a chingona or a chingon, um, you need to, yeah, register to vote. Make sure your family, your friends are registered to vote. Make sure that when you get that ballot in your mail, you return it immediately. You can just vote, put it back in the envelope, put it back in your mailbox, and that's done. That's all you have to do um, to be a chingon or a chingona. And now that we've been talking about chingonas for a long time, we're going to give a shout out to Chingona Inc., uh, it's an account that we found through Instagram, but it's really a uh, culture creator. Um, we're actually going to be meeting her very soon, which I'm very excited. Um, the person behind Chingona Inc. Uh, actually used to live here in Slow County. And we're going to meet her soon and hear how that experience, uh, what her experience was living here in Slow County and um yeah, getting to meet uh, Chingona Ng, who has 103,000 followers on Instagram. That's amazing. Whoa. Yeah, it has amazing, amazing content. Uh, has a ton of products on their Instagram account, Facebook account, uh, website. Um, and it goes from like coffee mugs to hoodies to beanies. So I recommend everyone to check out Chingona Inc. Uh, her name is Viridiana and uh, we're really excited to meet her next month. So hopefully we make that happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to all the Chingonas out there. Shout out to Chingona Inc. Yes. And I'm just excited, Rita. I'm really excited for the great things that are happening. We're seeing more people be involved. There's going to be a lot of things you can do. And I hope uh, if you don't see yourself as a chingona, like I remember hearing this quote, um, I didn't know who, who I wanted to be, but I knew who I did not want to be. Hmm. So you don't necessarily need to know who, who you're striving to be like, but as long as you know who you don't want to be, right? Like, I don't want to be that person who is just watching other people do, right? 
all right, if you don't want to be that person, then okay, you need to take action. If you know that you don't want to be that person who is just complaining and not finding solutions, okay, then what is it going to take for you to find solutions, right? Uh, so women, mujeres, I hope that you feel you too can be a chingona. Uh, embrace your chingona side because I think sometimes we're too humble. I want to start seeing more confident women owning their chingona-ness <laughs> and just walking your elements. It's like, just own it, own what you're doing. Like, even if you are learning, just say, it's okay. I'm, I'm starting off, but a year from now, this is where I want to be. Right. Yeah, so let's, definitely let's have a solution. Yeah. And if you, and if you want to learn more about what Rita and I are doing and maybe like pick our brains and stuff, like send us an email, right? Mm -hmm. Like send us a message on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Or Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that covers the episode today. We really want to talk about uh, what it means to be a Chingona. Shout out to Chingona Inc. Again, just a reminder to everyone, we are having a meetup. Uh, next week, March 25th at 5.30 p.m. If you're in Slow County, meet us in Atascadero, Sunken Gardens Park. We're going to have some aguas fresca, some fruta. Uh, we're going to have some conversations. Uh, you're going to be able to see the community coming out there. So join us if you can, March 25th at 5.30 p.m. in Atascadero, Sunken Gardens. And uh, let's have some fun. And yeah, are you, I'm really excited about, about our first meetup. I'm excited too. Um, and I think that just comes to show Rita is creating spaces, right? Where we want to be creating spaces for Latinx, BIPOC, queer folk, youth. Um, these are all people who we're seeing that don't necessarily show up to vote. So we definitely want to do that. So join us next week. We'll be having a new episode and that is it. All right, chicas politicas, take care. Bye. Bye, chicas.